Today's show is sponsored by The Wandering Owl. TheWanderingOwl.com Imagine yourself under a starry sky, around the warm glow of the sacred fire, as your hosts Sarenth Odinson and James Stovall talk about shamanism, animism, books, science, psychology, pop culture, and more. Won't you come and join us around Grandfather Fire? Writhing, 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 shaking, shaking, shaking. The tempo of drums, the thrum of song. Filling your soul, filling your soul, filling your soul. You've laid down the wine, you've laid down the food, and now it comes to this. There is nothing between you and the Holy Ones but your bliss, your bliss, your bliss. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Around Grandfather Fire. You're listening to episode number five, and I am your host, James Stovall, joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Sarenth Odinson. Hey, Sarenth, how's it going? It's pretty well. I'm very excited for our guest tonight. Me too. I think everybody's really going to like this interview. We have covered topics before that are really interesting with some of our authors, but... Uh, and creators, but the person that we're having on tonight, uh, Davide DeAngelis, was the creator of the Starman Tarot, which is inspired by David Bowie. So the conversation includes Bowie, uh, we hit on Frank Herbert and Dune, we've hit on, oh my gosh, Carlos Castaneda, all kinds of different topics came up for this interview, and I'm really excited to present it to everybody. Yeah, so this is this is a special treat for us to be able to interview people like this. So as a shout out to all of our listeners, if you have people who are developing things like tarot decks, books, that kind of thing, and you'd maybe like us to put the word out and maybe that'd be something that interests us, send them our way. We'll give them a listen. We'll give them a read. Yeah, definitely. We're always looking, you know, the point of the show is to talk to people that we can, uh, expand our spirituality with and bring new venues to people and also make sure you share the show you know you've got the anchor app where you can find it as our home base but you can also find us on itunes and google play and stitcher and all kinds of other locations but just do us a favor give us a shout out on social media give us a tweet or or send a facebook message out to a friend who might be interested in this topic post something on your wall help share the show because the more listeners that we can get the better that we're going to be able to find guests to bring to you yeah and if you find us a possible guest uh, you can send it to my email which is sarenth at gmail.com or you can hit me up on twitter at, at sarenth yeah and on twitter i am james at the owl or my email is jim at the wandering and i do want to mention the wandering owl real quick 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 plug here uh if you're interested in the starman hero as we're going through this interview it is available for pre-order on the wandering as our website and angie has set up a special price for that it's one of the lowest prices that you're going to find around she was even beating some of the amazon pricing so if you want to pre-order this deck get on thewanderingowl.com and pre-order it. And I think a lot of you are going to want to after this interview. If 
you haven't if you haven't settled on it already just based on the imagery and previews that you've seen wait until after the interview and and you're going to be all in just like i am yep i've already pre-ordered mine so i'm really looking forward to it coming in the mail and i think that's going to drop uh october the 8th is when the actual release is yep early october so you'd be able to get your uh, deck in the mail shortly after that so it's really exciting yeah so um I don't have anything more to add at this point. I, I'm perfectly fine with going right to the interview. <laughs> All right. We're going to do that in just a second. I want to talk about uh, future shows coming up here for everybody. Ooh, that yeah. We've got uh, the next show is probably going to be Sarah's and I getting caught up a little bit because we just had experiences at uh, Ann Arbor Pagan Pride Day and a few things that are going on with us personally that we'd like to share and talk about a little. Uh, you know, we've been reading some more books and some comic books and listening to music and, and going to festivals and there's always something going on and we might cover a couple news items as well. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we have a bunch of interviews lined up that we're going to be bringing to you over the next couple months and some really big names in the shamanic and neo-pagan and animist communities, some people doing some fascinating things, uh, a, a gentleman coming up who is starting a... Uh, for gay men shamanic group on Facebook. He's been tending that and getting that started for people's uh, personal healings. I've got a uh, Korean shaman lined up that's going to be on the show with us. I know Sarenth has some people lined up as well. Yes, that's right. So um, I've been in communication with uh, Sanyan, uh, Galina Kreskova, and uh, also T.P. Ward. And they're all going to be exploring different aspects of their work and the things that make them tick. So I'm really looking forward to all these interviews uh, that'll be coming out in the next couple of months here. Yeah. And of course, we're also going to be doing our thing. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that we have our own, <laughs> our own catch-up episode. We because, do. Uh, People are actually are interested too. in what we do as well. At least I hope they are. Because <laughs> we also have, uh, I know we have at least one, one uh, long-time listener of our show who's been sending in some more questions for us to yeah, too. that one we have we have some of that to ponder as well, and so there's a lot of good things coming up. So, like I said, share the show, uh, share us on social media, send us some feedback. That Anchor app that you can download for your phone is really nice because you can send us a voicemail message through the app that we can incorporate right into the show. So, I think without uh, unless there's anything else that jumps to mind, Sarah, without Not further ado, we will head right into the interview with Davide DeAngelis. Thank you very much, Davide, for joining us tonight. We are really excited to have you on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, and, and I have to tell you, the, the preview images of the Starman Tarot that I've seen are just gorgeous. They are amazing. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's probably the most difficult thing for me to actually look at them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, I, I'm tending to take my uh, guidance from, from other people that, that I hopefully I've done a good job. Oh, I, from what I've seen so far that you really have, um, the, the, they're stunning and very colorful. I, I have to tell you that uh, unlike Sarenth, I am not a huge tarot reader, but I have already told my wife that I have to have a set of these. They are just amazing. So. <laughs> Good, good. Um, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, just on that note of being a, you know, I wouldn't classify myself as 
you know, anything approaching a, a tarot uh, Svengali or guru, for that matter, um, you know, I've really stood on the shoulders of giants in terms of uh, helping me to, uh, you know, gain a really um, miraculous insight into the, the power of the tarot. And, you know, I really owe a lot to, um, you know, Lo Scarabeo, my wonderful publishers, for um, providing that that platform and that guidance in in the latter part of creating this tarot deck and and there's been many other people over the years that that have that have guided me um, very skillfully and and taught me things and so you know I'm 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 forever a humble student in tarot myself so <laughs> you're in good company. There. <laughs> you definitely have looking at your website. You definitely have a. Uh, a unique style, something that I'm not seeing a lot of other places. It's a very powerful imagery on, on all your artwork. Yeah, well, it, you know, I suppose the my background's very eclectic. So, um, you know, I, I my artistic background probably started. You know, I mean, I've I've always kind of known I would be an artist or or a creator. That that's kind of you know this this notion of being born into something was was very strong for me um but i started kind of on a you could say on a commercial level when i was about 13 or 14 um i i grew up in sort of 70s well i mean i grew up I was born in the 60s but i actually grew up in the 70s my predominant growing up times in 70s london mm. and you know when punk sex pistols punk oh fantastic hit, and um, so I, I was actually designing um, singles covers and, and LP covers for these kind of rogue punk bands when I was about 13 or 14. And um, normally the payment for those those uh, gigs was was tickets to their gigs, which uh, <laughs> <laughs> put normally about 10 people in the audience. And um, and so you know I, I I come from that, and then you know kind of mix that in with um, all kinds of different esoteric studies and you know a, a tremendous interest in shamanism and, and plant medicines and and very you know deep curiosity with with um, you know kind of the mysteries of life mm -hmm. and delving into those so it's kind of like this this sort of weird eclectic mix and and also very interested in in kind of you know the the, the possibility of you know, like almost being a futurist, and you know, like I, I, I got very involved in following futurists for a while, and the idea of of where technology um, can present itself and, and how that can evolve, and you know, I, I even wrote a science fiction book in which the the primary technology was called spirit technology. So, oh wow! So I think I've got this kind of uh, strange mix of of kind of you know, um, apocalyptic punk um, <laughs> mixed in with kind of, uh, um, you know, kind of avant-garde fashion and new age. And uh, so there's so many different things that come together and to, to form this kind of style. I, and, and in a way, I don't, I don't take responsibility for the, for the actual style itself. It, it's something that seems to have happened about more than anything else. It's really fascinating, though, what, how intertwined everything has been for you. That that's, uh, I feel like I feel like uh, in some ways you were a little ahead of society, and society is just now catching up as people are becoming more concerned with futurism and where we're going and 
and how metaphysics can play into that. I feel like almost like society's catching up to where you have already been looking a little. Yeah, well, I mean, you could say that. I mean, I I'm certainly wasn't the only one um, sort of for many years kind of considered on the lunatic fringe of things. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I in many ways, um, I mean, obviously my wife has opinions about this. But, <laughs> um, I'm a little extreme in, in when I go into things and, you know, I, 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 if I tend to delve into something, I, I tend to go all the way in and then a little bit further. Um, so, you know, I've, I've explored all kinds of different, um, you know, uh, challenge, physical challenges I enjoy and things like that. So, you know, um, extreme fasting, <laughs> um, different uh, diets and ways of, of approaching food, um, you know, so all of these things seem to come together and 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 also, you know, just this fascination with with what is the actual potential of, of our human condition. And uh, funnily enough, I was actually listening the other night to some very old recording, recordings of, uh, of Werner Erhardt, you know, the, the guy who originated the S-Train in which eventually became the Landmark Forum. And, um, and, you know, just even that proposition that he was proposing way back in the 70s, I think that, you know, um, we are not, who we appear to be mm -hmm. um, has always been a fascination for me and exploring the idea of personality and culture. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into this because that's very much kind of where I kind of come in with the Bowie theme. But, you yeah. know, yeah. so that that's that's always been something that's been very um, prevalent in my in my consciousness when when I've been thinking. I wouldn't. You know, to answer your question, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, or to to respond to your your point, I wouldn't say I was ahead of the time. I, I would say that that in a sense, you know, um, it, I think there's always been people that have been, you know, intensely interested and intensely mm -hmm. innovative in that in that field. Um, I think maybe the the thing that has changed more than anything else is that those people are able, or or people coming up even with, are able to get exposure for what they're doing more now i think i think that that's that's helped enormously you know with youtube and social media as bad as it is on some levels it, it does give people a voice that's true that's a really good point now so we are of similar age it seems and with your uh, intense interest in in art and shamanism and all these other things when do those things be, start coming together for you those various different aspects and did it make it a an unusual childhood were you one of those kids that was always off doing something or mm. <laughs> that's a great question um uh it, i was a very troublesome child if uh, if that's the right way to, to <laughs> put it um yeah i i think i i i didn't naturally fit into the way of things that that was expected and you know kind of um yeah, I mean, my schooling was interesting because I, I, I was quite personable. So I, I you know, I, I always got on with teachers and I, and I always got on with people. Um, and yet I, I somehow managed to cause the most, you know, tremendous <laughs> amount of trouble and, um, and was kind of disruptive, but not disruptive in a, in a kind of violent way or anything. I, you know, I tended to do it through 
creativity and art. I, I created a poster campaign once for one of our... Um, in the UK, we had this one, this is way back. Um, it, it was that when our first nudist beach was open <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> and, uh, it, of course, you know, it attracted the front page of all the, the, the sleaziest newspapers that we have here. And uh, there was a picture on the front cover that looked just like one of our schoolmasters. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember. I was, I was very young, but, you know, I, I remember using the, the school photocopy machine to, to create these posters. Um, um, and that spread, spread them around the school. And eventually they, they, they actually ended up in um, the, the mayor of the borough, that, that London borough <laughs> that I lived in, um, uh, who... who you know, came raging into the school one day, clutching hundreds of posters <laughs> of this poor teacher. So it was it was more stuff like that. It was, you know, it was kind of like looking at exploring things humorously. But um, I think I always brought into question the, the you know, I, I was I like to question things. And I wasn't someone who just sat and accepted what I was told. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there was a turning point when I, a teacher rocked up at our school who, who was actually quite a maverick. And, you know, he was like a, looked like sort of typical sort of 70s man, I guess, sort of a, you know, he had flared trousers and long hair and, you know, sort of, I think he, he might have been out, out of school hours, he might have even worn an earring, God forbid. <laughs> um, and uh, and he, he started giving out, you know, books on Castaneda, uh, Carlos oh, Castaneda. Wow, yeah. And uh, I think, you know, he, he gave me um, the teachings of Don Juan and he also gave me Zen and the Art of My Motorcycle Maintenance, um, Persig, Robert, is it Robert Persig? I, I think it is. Um, and I, I can't say I understood a word of those two books at the time. <laughs> I was probably about 14. But nevertheless, it, it, the, I, I kind of sensed there was something you know, deeply interesting in, in, in those texts that needed to be examined. And it sort of sent me off on this path of, of kind of looking at things, trying to just examine the world in a different way. So uh, I think that's probably how I would describe my childhood. You know, it was very, mm. I was very curious about things and, um, you know, disruptive in, in hopefully in a creative and a way that, that didn't cause any lasting damage uh, psychological damage to my teachers <laughs> you're not mentioned with furrowed eyes and angry words at their funerals or anything so i i, I hope not <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny i was gonna i was going to ask when the interest in metaphysics and, and shamanism began but that kind of answers that so those mm -hmm. are those are very important works uh, the castanata books are really um you know, we can debate, and I have often the, the actual uh, veracity of some of the stories. But as a as a storytelling myth, as a, a set of stories, they are extremely powerful. And I can see where at that age that would really lead to the questioning of what's behind the curtains, sort of thing. Mm, absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, Castaneda really stands out for me. And you know, over the years, uh, I've I've kind of had an interesting relationship with his work, and then subsequent. Um, uh, things that seem to follow on from from those works, and you know, I, I've come I've come to the conclusion that it really, for me, it really doesn't matter whether, you know, these questions of whether Don Juan was a you know kind of a bona fide character or whether he was real or 
you know um i i think you know the the the, the quality of the communication was was very deep and mm-hmm. came from you know it, it it really came out of nowhere in a sense and um some of the wisdoms that were included in those those his books um and i think you know it it, it tended to get weirder and weirder didn't it as it went it on sure i sure did I, it, it it always <laughs> felt to me kind of like the uh some of the sequels to like dune or some other stories like that where it's like yeah. well we've got to take it up a notch what can we do the next book <laughs> Absolutely, it's funny you should mention that because, like, one one of the 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 most uh, influential books that I I really came across was um, uh, you know w- w- was the Dune series, and um, uh, you know just just that that whole the way that Frank Herbert would uh, talk about reality was was fascinating to me, and um, uh, I think it was Dune Messiah which was the, this mm-hmm. tiny little thin book that sort of just nestled in, in the monks of these great tomes of, of you know, Dune 1 or Dune 2, whatever it was. But Dune, Dune Messiah was something that um, really sort of touched me deeply when I read it when I was much younger. Um, and it was, it was really sort of the idea of, of, of living in, in this uh, as a prescient being, you know, was, was so fascinating to me that... that the 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 concept of actually sort of having to live through something that that where you already kind of knew where your footprints would would land mm. was was um it, it, you know I kind of mm. found it sort of you know sort of almost like vaguely like a you know where, where where you might end up if you were in Nirvana and at the same time where you where you might also be if you were in total hell so they there was these kind of balancing you know, sort of hanging out the sort of Damocles hanging over you on one level, and then the sort of benevolent mother of, of of all things, sort of cradling you on another level. So you know that those those kind of di- dichotomies were always interesting. I think to me, as you know, certain. I mean, they still are really. I mean, right, <laughs> it's right. kind of like probably I wouldn't be interested in the tarot if I wasn't interested in in dichotomies. Yeah, and they, and they definitely are. The it, I, I understand where you're coming from, uh, Castaneda and, and and Frank Herbert, and there's a few other authors that are like that. That it's the the power of the stories, which is so amazing. Uh, you know, the stories they tell, the personas that they put forward, and it gives you a way to really think about your own reality in ways that you might not otherwise. And it's it's a it's so powerful to have that kind of vision and artistry to put something like that out yeah absolutely i mean you know uh you know talking about standing on the shoulders of giants i mean these these guys were i mean you know they're 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 such visionaries that it it, it's almost astounding to 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 really immerse oneself in in such you know kind of vital and vibrant imaginations you know it's uh you know i kind of think how how rich they make the world as a as a result of, of doing what they do or, or having done what they've done you know uh, uh there's there's so many things that you know kind of uh we could call it normal world you know it is so the kind of work a day world mm-hmm. um so often fails to enchant us and you know just just being present for for people that have such a scope of of imagination and so and and also the tenacity to actually 
realize it, you know, in, in whatever form, whether be it, you know, writing or film or music uh, is, is, is astounding really. And, and, you know, <laughs> I think how, you know, um, uh, I, I can't remember who it was. It was, it was one of these sort of strange um, gurus. I think it was Adi Dahl, the, um, he sort of always used to make me laugh when people asked him, you know, about um, heaven and hell. And, you know, and, and he was sort of said, well, you know, we are truly living in a hell. And the only thing that, that sort of saves it is the, these people actually, wonderful people turn around and, and, and gift us wisdoms that, that enable us to, to see past that, you know, so I, I, I really feel that those people have gifted us something, you know, really amazing. Agreed. Jumping off of, of what you've just said, um, so I, I was really excited for this interview for a number of reasons, uh, one of which is that in um, the circles I travel in, uh, Bowie is looked upon as a, a sancta, a sacred person, mm. uh, in uh, especially for for Dionysians and, and people who worship gods of poetry and music. Um, yeah, I unfortunately came to understand his place in things very late in his life. Um, I believe I've mentioned in our, our previous show that the the week that Black Star dropped was when I've gotten to his music. <laughs> <laughs> and so was there any kind of like oh wow i'm i'm touching this career this this i mean in many ways this larger than life personas or collections of personas you know ziggy stardust mm-hmm. the man who fell from you know Starman and so forth and black star was there a sense of of awe and mystery and this dichotomy of of knowing the the, the person who worked with you on this but also Mm. interacting with this larger sphere of who he was is yeah i mean it, it it's kind of uh, you know i mean just to clarify the the, the starman tarot um it, you know it's it's not a david you know it, it it's not a david bowie deck um mm. it, it it never set out mm. to be that and and um what what was really fascinating to me and you know just just to sort of track forward and then track back um what what's kind of always fascinated me is 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 the these kind of archetypal personas that 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 spring forth into into consciousness and you know the this the star man archetype or the the persona of the the sort of the 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 kind of a you know in this case you know you could say the alien avatar or the the sort of avatar that 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 comes to us whether it be you know from another planet or another realm or you know someone who who stands out almost like the christ in within our our particular cultures um you know they they're able to in a sense um kind of open up another possibility for us in or or to create um, a very different context in which we can view life through and and certainly with someone like Bowie uh, he very much embodied that and that that was this sort of sense of 
it was almost like um, on the. It was kind of on the edge of intense excitement and and anxiety. You know, working with him, there, there was. It was kind of like dancing on the edge of those two very strong emotions, and it, it wasn't necessarily anything that he said or or, or he's. Um, demeanor or, or anything like that there, there was just this sense that that there was something vitally interesting waiting to happen when he was engaged in something and and that's kind of what ca- would come through and you know I, I I've sort of wondered over the years whether that was just you know something that was just there for me but I don't think so I, I seen you know the people that I worked with at the time that were all you know we all worked on on the same project I mean I think that was generally picked up um, and you know whether that was us projecting something onto him or whether that was just you know a genuine transmission that was coming through mm-hmm. um, it, it's difficult to say you know and, and memory plays tricks with us so um, it, 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 what I will say is that, that there, there was always the possibility of something um, unexpected uh, in the air. It, there, there was, a, there was an, uh, this feeling that something was going to come through that we weren't quite sure what it was, but it was going to be exciting. So, it, you know, I think he embodied that in, in some way. And... Um, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only person to to say that who's who's experienced working with him. It almost sounds like a, a personification of like a, a trickster spirit, or even it makes me think about sometimes the the really powerful gurus or or shamanic teachers, where it's just it's not something they've necessarily said directly to you, but it's it's that uh, that crackle of energy in air the the potential of something going on that's really fascinating mm, yeah I, I i'd say that pretty much um describes it and you know interestingly but one of the you know the first card in the in the deck is is the sacred clown the hayoka oh, um which is kind of like the trickster mm-hmm. you know in, in in normal tarot it's kind of the fall this sort of innocent fall that begins its journey and you know in in many ways like uh i i in i never see innocence as as something that's that's kind of like a fall <laughs> it's like it, it seems that you know there's there's a there's different types of innocence that that can manifest and and you know one in one innocence is kind of like is almost like the trickster the the the, the the one that reflects back to us our own sense of um, that our own sense of identity and our own stories and our own things are, are just kind of facades and not true. Mm-hmm. So you know, one who is very interesting. You know, talking about the trickster, and I, I think that I think that was a a very very strong thing that would come through when working with Bowie. That that we were kind of. It, it, there was an invocation um, or evocation. We'll just get the two mixed up. To evoke, um, there was a, an evoking of this kind of 
trickster energy almost like you know the the hyoka the sacred clown energy mm-hmm. where you know it would come in and look at things and say you know almost like mess them up on purpose and within that that kind of uh, the chaos that came from messing something up that that was supposed to be so nicely ordered something new could arise out of that and uh you know it it, it, it was both exhilarating but it was also deeply worrying because especially worrying if you had a deadline and there, and this this thing everything that you thought you were going to do was suddenly falling apart <laughs> the night before so <laughs> which often happened by the way i imagine there was a bit stressful yeah on and off it is interesting yeah. oh go ahead Sarah. no 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 it's okay go ahead I, I was gonna say it is interesting i hadn't really thought about it you know i mentioned trickster but when you say sacred clown that uh that really does relate to a lot of uh, Bowie's musical career too, doesn't it? Because with the various personas and even how he made us think about things like sexuality and our relationship to pop music later in his career and then tw- at the end, even how he was making us think about our own deaths, that really was yeah. him reflecting everything back at us, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, I, I, you know, that, that was that was always something that was very strong and... You know, I I think it, I think in a way all all great artists and all you know all I mean you know of course you know there's the kind of seaside scape painters and artists which you know have have a tremendous value in in just creating something that's beautiful just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also you know kind of the the deeper purpose of art and music or you know creativity. In which you know it, it deeply challenges us to to question and look at things and to uh, to step up to life in 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 a way that perhaps we would never normally expect to, and you know it, it calls forth energies that are kind of you know almost like beyond. Not, I went beyond beyond maybe not the right word, but you know, it's it, it's not such a human energy in 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 and of itself, mm. which you know, mm-hmm. it, it it sometimes is something that we just don't recognise. It's strange and it's and it's alien and and yet it's it it, it has something that that pulls us towards it and gets us to do things that we we just would never normally do. And I think great art takes us into these realms that are unexplored. And some of them can be really disturbing and, you know, and at the same time, they can be like, you know, inextricably beautiful or, or sad or all kinds of things. So I think, you know, art if it, or creativity for that matter, if it has any purpose, is it, it's like it has a purpose and it, it, deri- it, it lives that out through, through us. As, as human beings um, I, I, I've never seen it as the other way around I've never thought it was human beings that live out creative that cause creativity it's it's a bit like it's creativity that cause human beings so I, I tend to like the sacred clown thing where you know the Hayoka turns things upside down on purpose and speaks backwards and you know uh, pushes things over and <laughs> so it's, it's a bit <laughs> like that energy yeah Yeah, and and just looking at some of the previous release cards, I mean, 
you know, um, even in the way that you've con- not not just the way you've constructed the card, but the sacred clown is as mentioned instead of um, the fool. I mean, there's there's an edge there to the clown that isn't there to the fool. I mean, the fool is often this this youth, and it's it's always happy go lucky, and there's a rainbow. And your sacred clown is definitely not that, and it's a riot, both yeah. visually and and in terms of the the input I'm just getting from the the preview image, and it's yeah. wham like the dichotomy you keep mentioning keeps bringing, coming up and up again as I'm looking over these previews, and I'm I'm really awestruck by what you've channeled into this this set. Thank you. Uh, and you, you, I mean, in in many ways, what 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 came through with this uh, very strongly, you know, and, and it's great that you sort of mentioned a riot. <laughs> it, it it really was this thing of, um, you know, and I, I it sounds kind of slightly melodramatic, and I guess you know I I am slightly a melodramatic person, um, having you know a kind of Italian heritage, the operatic never escapes me on some level um but you know if i have any purpose with all of this it it kind of is to really cause uh, a riot of of miraculous astonishment that that was that was really what i wanted to do with with this whole thing um that was kind of always what i was looking to do when i was working with bowie um and and it was like to serve the purpose of, of, you know, awakening a sense of astonishment about, you know, just the fact that we're here at all. And then the astonishment of that goes deeper and we start to think, well, you know, what on earth is possible with this, this consciousness, this human life, you know, and it, it kind of is it's almost like this deck is like a, a prayer to the god of astonishment or the goddess <laughs> of astonishment. Um, and, and, you know, I, I really mean that it is kind of like it, it is a prayer. And, you know, I, I, I'm not necessarily someone who's religious in the conventional sense, but, mm-hmm. you know, I found that in creating this deck, it, it was like a, you know, kind of a prayer to, to every human being that I, you know, it, it really came across like that. And it was almost like, well, if I, if I never do another thing in my life, uh, you know, I, I've, I've kind of, I've, I've put this prayer for, for the, the wish that people live in a sense of wonder and astonishment into the world in, in, in this form and, Whoever it touches, that prayer will will enter them in some shape or form. Um, and starting with the kind, like you said, the riot of the sacred clown. You know, I'm not, I'm not just tiptoeing with the fall. The the fall has, you know, I I always felt looking at a lot of tarot decks. Sorry, sorry to go on on this point. <laughs> Do stop me if I'm rambling. No, but, no, this is fascinating. Um, yeah, I, I kind of always felt that the four was kind of like in a sense a wasted card and and that kind of you know a lot of very um astute terrorists sort of don't don't like me saying that when i've mentioned it to people that, that <laughs> you know uh and i kind of feel that like a lot of life that you know we 
there's a lot of kind of almost like wasted opportunities in life, you know, like, and, and life tends to do that sometimes, you know, like, you know, evolution will, will throw a lot of energy, it seems, towards something and then, you know, not not pursue it because it doesn't quite work. Um, and creativity is like that, too. You know, the, the, there's, a, there's just the most incredible amount of people that are so utterly amazingly creative and doing wonderful stuff and, and get absolutely nowhere you know they never receive any recognition and they spend their whole life struggling and on some level it seems that there's there's such a an intense waste of of, of energy and, and and wonder and then it's like my feeling is that you know i i've also been in that position myself and it I kind of vowed to, it was kind of like a, 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 a promise to life. And a promise is something that's very powerful because I think if you look up at the definition of promise, it's, it's only one of the few words that's, that's considered an, an, an enactment. So if you say, you know, like, a, you know, like I'm, I'm going to do something, it, it's still not the same as a promise. Like a promise it, itself is is an enactment. When you, it's like a almost like a, you know, when you declare something, it's an enactment in and of itself. And I kind of had like a, I, you know, a promise that if I ever got the opportunity to to express something on the level that we're talking about now, you know, that I would not hold back one single bit of what my capacity was to do that and and i think that you know often we look at traditions and we look at things that have been done and they 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 hold a certain uh status within our culture within our even within our reality but i think that there are times when we can say that that although those things have served us up to this point and they they have their own wonder and beauty that we can take it to a whole new level and we can explore what that's like and we can run the risk of failing spectacularly in, in the process of doing that and i think that's that's very fundamental to you know like most of us most human beings are adverse to to failing and they're we're adverse to discomfort and we're averse to all these things and in a way what this deck is about it's inviting people to to sort of to really step into their lives and explore it on the most uh, on, on fully it's like with the volume turned up hmm. and and foot to the floor um we 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 are on this journey and let's let's see what we can create so Sorry for the tirade there, by the way. No, that's great. I get I get passionate when when given the opportunity to sound off about this kind of stuff. <laughs> I just may I say that I appreciate the fact that you are willing to put yourself out there like that when the opportunity arose. I think a lot of times, whether we're talking about our physical lives, our spiritual lives, both those of artists and non artists alike, what really holds us back from our passions and from getting the most out of life that we can is that fear. And it takes a, a huge uh, faith. It might not be religious, but it is a huge faith nonetheless to step out there with everything that you could possibly give it and see what happens. 
Yeah, and I, I think that's, um, you know, it, 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 it's not like I've kind of got like missiles flying over my head. And, you know, some, some people's lives are, are in, you know, in dire, dire straits, you know, and, and they have to contend with, you know, really, truly dreadful uh, scenarios. And, you know, it, creating art or, you know, creating something that is uh, mysteriously beautiful, it doesn't necessarily come under that category. But, but nevertheless, there are, what I found with creating this deck was that, you know, I quickly picked up that I had to actually live every card that I created. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've spoken to other people that have created decks and they've kind of, some of them have, have looked at me sort of slightly blankly when I've said this and, and then others that seem to totally get it. And, um, you know, there were a few cards that, that really took me to, to the lowest point I could think about going, you know, and, and, and sort of, seemed to strip everything away that I needed at the time and, and just kind of leave me with more or less nothing to hang on to. And it, it was it was such an intense journey that I, I at times I, I really thought, my goodness, well, what on earth have, have I, you know, that kind of sacred promise that I talked about. I thought, you complete idiot. What, why do you go making these <laughs> these ridiculous promises to reality or life or providence, you know, um, you know, you've got a family. You've got <laughs> you've got mouths to feed. You've got <laughs> right. You, you, you've got you've got responsibilities. You know, but back in back in the world, and and here you are, kind of like venturing off into these sort of like distant realms, and and you know, kind of working forty eight hours on the trot, and you know, um, you know forgetting to eat, just drinking water, and st <laughs> you know, it's kind of <laughs> What, what on earth have you got yourself into here? And, you know, I, I think it's the tarot is an interesting thing because it, it, it does present us with, um, you know, kind of these intense micro dramas. And, and, and if we live them, then some of them are, are, are truly, truly miraculous. And at the same time, some of them are, are, are really dreadful. I mean, there are some really dreadful cards in the tarot that, that, that really take us to to a point where you know it's almost like our humanity itself is is questioned you know and, and just that whole sense of right and wrong are questioned so it, you know it's it's a it's a complete roller coaster and you know sometimes I thought to myself well you know why 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 is this deck chosen me <laughs> I find it fascinating that you, you put it that way, uh, that the tech deck chose you and that you're bringing so much of this. And it, it, it sounds like a really powerful, radical birthing process, um, you know, flipping between all these different images that are on your previews. And it's just, ah, oh, the, the, the awe is there because the, the, it's not just the layers, but it's the, the humanish, representation but it's also the the flatness but also this this depth that you're drawing out with each card that I'm I'm looking at and uh it's so to me this is so so Dionysian and also so Odinic. It's that mm -hmm. that majesty of 
fury and inspiration and madness and listening to you talk about the process of making these 48 hours without doing anything but maybe drinking water i mean that's an esoteric mm-hmm. process of immense magnitude and i i am awestruck by just the taste i've gotten it's as if each card was its own spirit quest mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because um, kind of looking back on it now, it it you know sometimes I look at it and just think, of, you know, it's just a it's just a bunch of cardboard. You know? <laughs> what, on earth, what on earth of what on earth was I doing? Um, you know, but then again, it, it, it I think it's like um, you know, kind of these things where. If you know, if we could sort of even delve into the idea of magic and what what that might be, um, you know, the is magic not kind of bringing something to life in in people in 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 the world that 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 would not normally have its place here that would not normally exist, you know, kind of and. And I feel that art is really so much about that, and you kind of combine that with with the with the tarot and all of the things that that entails, and you kind of have this incredible sort of possibility that that hovers there with it, and it and the tarot sits in so many different worlds. I mean, on one level, you have this like this this awful image of tarot where you know um, people that know very little about it you know they sort of have this vision of sort of women with with hoop earrings and and sort of bandanas staring into crystal balls and <laughs> the sort of the the, the gold tooth gypsies sort of um at that kind of you know uh tuppence penny fairs trying to to entice people into tents to tell them the future and then on the other hand, we have like you know the the possibility of, of using this as a mechanism in nature to to kind of you know in a sense kind of re-enchant the world with a sense of magic and possibility. And you know these it it sort of it crosses all these different uh, realms and 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 and. And all these bridges. On the one hand, it's it's, it's like a terrible, tacky, um, you know, sort of throwaway thing. And and then right on the other end of the scale, you know, it's it's almost like this sort of this like a futuristic technology almost. You know, like I was saying, you know, like a a spirit technology that that has the ability to 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 channel or or convey. I mean, channel is an interesting word. Maybe it's not the right word, but to kind of convey an energy out into the world, you know, just from these these little bits of card, and then you know, now obviously, you know, they're all kind of like light mm-hmm. flickers on screens as well. So you know, the tarot's it's it's an interesting device to do that, and and I love the 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 sort of the I mean, like even the the sense of like you were saying the Dionysian. Um, principle that comes to to life when when one in well and hopefully if one embarks on something on a on on a, on a very deep level with with this system um 
you know, and if you do it in a particular way, those, those kind of energies start to come into play. And um, I'm not quite sure where I was going with all of this, but it's, it's, <laughs> that's all right. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening, fascinated. I actually think that you use the word channel. I think that's completely appropriate for the work that's going on. I mean, I realize that it's back to that dichotomy thing. It was something that you were offering, as you said, sort of like a, almost like a prayer. But at the same point in time, I think channeled is a completely appropriate word, especially considering wasn't there something involved with a dream helping make these come to, to fruition? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's funny, isn't it? Because, um, you know, so often now, you know, this, this kind of this terms of woo woo comes in, you know, people to <laughs> use this. It, it's almost like it's become like a catchphrase for anybody likes talking about. And, you know, my, my view of that is, you know, kind of if someone says that to me, I, you know, it, I, I know it's an adult show. I almost feel like saying like kind of like F you because, you know, um, what 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 is the alternative to uh, a world that has no sense of wonder and magic in it you know what 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 is that i mean it, you could say well okay it's the world of um you know of pragmatism and logic and science which which, which has you know i'm not undermining that in any shape or form you know i, I it, it it's completely it's wonderful that we have those things and and they they serve a, a true purpose in in our, in in our exploring the human condition and and making our lives more comfortable, etc. Um, on many levels, so you know there, there's nothing, you know I'm not undermining that or anything. However, I think that you know there has to be some people that are going to stand <laughs> up and say, well look, you know, um, how about the fact exploring the fact that you know this idea of magic and this idea of um even having like these kind of symbols or magic vocabularies or or languages that 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 speak no harm or or you know the, the ability to speak things into being the ability to to visually bring things into being and and take us to places you know surely that that's about magic itself mm -hmm. and you know I, I i i'm just kind of not interested in in ducking out from that you know i'm i want i want to go more into uh, i want to live in a world that is magical and and i i don't care if someone wants to challenge that that's absolutely fine I'm, i can sit and debate with them why all of those things may not be true and all I can say is, well, you know, um, if it, you, you only have to do some of, you know, some holotropic breathing or, you know, dare I say it, you know, explore some plant medicines and or, you know, the breath's probably the, the, the least obnoxious thing on the menu there that you could think of that everybody, <laughs> that everybody has access to. You know, just try breathing deeply for, for like three or four minutes and, and, and see how. Uh, see how robust this reality that you think is real really is and you know we we, we live you know we're 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 bunches of frozen light that that that's that's flitting through something or other you know and this is magic you know and i think you know as, a, as an as an artist as a designer as a creator uh it, it's kind of like my sacred duty to 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 put that 
back where it deserves, I think, you know, and, and not be frightened of, of that at all and, and say, you know, I don't care what you say about it being stupid, but, you know, this is magical. And, and you know, I've, that's, that's as simple as that for me. You know, you know I, I want to live in a world, of, I want my daughter to grow up in a world that's, that's mad. She lives in a world that's mad. Children do. They have no mm -hmm. question with that. You know, why, why, why should adults have a problem? Well spoken. I, I agree. You know, I, um, just listening to you speak, it's the, um, the, the, the frozen light, the, the understanding that, you know, we are uh, kind of coinciding with the, what Carl, I've heard Carl Sagan say before, you know, we are star stuff. You know, and kind of bringing this idea together with the Starman Tarot, and um, and I, I can't help but I, I keep comparing this to Dionysian things, and <laughs> so one of the toys is the mirror that enraptures Dionysus um, before he is killed and then resurrected, and and I think that it's it's fascinating that you keep bringing up the word channel, and I, I think it's absolutely appropriate as, as was said earlier because you're directly with these images in many ways you're challenging convention from the way you've layered things from the way that you've constructed the image and the process you went through was a, a death and rebirth process from the, from every sound of it so mm -hmm. and just the the notion of re-enchanting the world and intentionally bringing this magic forward through a visual medium you know we were so used to saying oh yeah and and the word was you know and this is very much a, a the visual version of that to me. Yeah, I mean, there's of course there's always kind of been a tradition of that. I mean, you know, there's the mantra, but there's also the yantras that that were the the sort of sacred geometries, I suppose, or these kind of geometric geometric shapes that one could meditate upon and you know transport someone to nirvana eventually if if done correctly you know and it could be said that you know maybe maybe all, all you know all roads lead to rome at the end of it you know whether 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 one's coming at it from a visual point of view or whether one's coming at it from a, a you know a sound point of view or a movement you know a kinesthetic point of view you know i i think it's kind of like um you know, I was. I think it was all roads lead to Damascus. Was I can't remember it's Damascus or Rome, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's kind of like we're we're all kind of looking for the same thing, and we just have different particular ways of 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 pointing to the to the direction that we think we need to go, or that something needs to go, and um, you know, I mean, uh, I, I've I've certainly. Uh, you know, kind of taken enough wrong turns over the years and, and gone down enough blind alleys to to kind of be educated, I suppose, in 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 the sense of of being presented with opportunities. And you know, I I always consider that that any opportunity that I'm presented with to to share something that that has um, any kind of depth of meaning it is 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 a is really a, a wonderful gift to have, and you know, in a world where so many people are kind of trying to get their voice heard and 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 you know, just to make 
even the smallest creative impact on 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 a world that some that often seems to resist it you know is 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 wonderful and you know kind of this this deck is kind of like i said it it sort of stands in that that realm where you know it it's unashamedly inviting people to explore this world um in a vastly beautiful and creative and um challenging way you know it's it's not the sort of deck that you can just flip through and, and just think oh you know oh that was okay you know i some people are just going to like they're going to hit the ceiling you know when they say it's just gonna like oh this this i just cannot read this deck it's just a you know it just it's you know i've already had people say oh you know the images are too busy they're blah 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 you know and I want it to do that, you know. It's almost like it, it's it will polarize some people. That and you know, I think we shouldn't we shouldn't shy away from from polarizing people. And you know, uh, and the other thing is that you know, we talked to you know. I think you sort of, I can't remember who said it, but you know, a little bit about being in a particular age and generation. You know, at my age now, I mean, I'm 54. You know, I'm actually not looking to build a career. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I'm 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 not kind of trying to impress people and and sort of like build some career. You know, that that that's not not where I'm at at all. And it's more like, you know, I, I'm just here to deliver uh, the very best, most potent creativity that I can, and. You know, it just so happens that this is the form that it's arrived in. <laughs> um, so it's it's there is a sense of freedom where mm-hmm. I'm not trying to impress people. I, I'm not trying to please people. I'm not trying to build a career. I'm not trying to persuade people that they should buy what I've done or do anything like that. You know, um, it, it kind of hits the world in in a sense of there's a freedom around it as it hits the world i'm not i'm not i'm not actually after anything mm-hmm. as a result of creating this which which is interesting um it's like i mean that personally i'm not sort of personally after anything you know um i'm not after praise i'm not after anything like that i i just want it to to have this resonance where it 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 like I said, it, it kind of evokes a, a new possibility in people's lives. That's fantastic. Well, Davide, I, I think that uh, I know you have other things that you need to do. There's so much more. I could, I, I seriously could go on for hours here because I think I'm looking, I've looked at your profile. I know you've got books that you've written. There's more on the Star of My Ontario. I, I could keep you for hours, but I think out of respect, <laughs> I probably should, uh, we should probably let you have some time this evening. Where can people find out more about you? Um, I'm kind of a, I'm I'm sort of around on most things really. Um, uh, I I have a website. Uh, if you if you went to this um, starmantaro.com, you can find out a little bit more about Starmantaro, and that that will be um, building up over the coming months as the the deck gets launched. Um, I have my my own website. Um, Davide DeAngelis, all one word, if you can ever spell that. <laughs> I'll make sure I put a link in the show notes for yeah. you, so you'll be fine. Uh, 
Yeah, so that that kind of sort of outlines more of my sort of design side of what I do, and um, and then if you know, I, like you said, I've written books, I've written science fiction, I've written um, kind of spiritual philosophy, a book called A Guiding Principle, um, another book called The Seed. Um, so, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm around. If you if you were to sort of Google <laughs> my name, I, I even once wrote a book about um, about you know, how to generate money. <laughs> kind of like, uh, um, you know, like I said, I've kind of looked at how we approach things and I'm kind of fascinated in, in questioning how we approach things and and cutting through these these normal ways of looking at things and, and you know, hopefully just offering another viewpoint or context in which, which life can be explored. Absolutely. And... You know, my hat is off to you. You've, you, you've. I, th- I think personally, you've, you've accomplished your goal in fulfilling that oath you made, and I am very excited just to have this deck in my hands. Well, I, I really appreciate, um, you know, that just your, what you've said, and I, I, I really appreciate also that you've given me the time to sort of to say what I've said. You know, it, it's, um, you know, that 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 is also kind of giving you know giving sacred space to something and you know also i'm not i'm i'm not for one moment uh saying anything that i say is right i i you know i have no i have absolutely no window on the truth at all so um you know uh, it's uh, hopefully uh the the deck itself and and the artwork will um that that has come through uh, will have a life of its own and and it you know become you know uh, a, a beautiful entity in the world that 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 does extraordinary things you know over and above uh, or above and beyond anything that i could could imagine for it so so that's that's kind of my wish for this and um yeah thank you so much for giving me the space to yeah. to share this yeah i, I definitely I, I want to concur with Darren. i think you've brought your your vision to life. And I was also going to, to tell you that I think just the energy I'm getting off of this interview and the excitement it's creating in me uh, to do my own creative projects. I want to let you know that uh, from where I'm sitting and, and the words that we've talked about tonight, you had expressed how Bowie was sort of a an archetype, someone that brought about change. And for myself, I think as I think about visual arts going forward, you're going to be one of those archetypes. So I hope you're aware of that. Uh, that, that I mean, that's amazing, and you know, from my, my humble little uh, British um, perspective, here, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's difficult for me to even see that. And uh, you know, I, I I I thank you for for saying that. That's that's really really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you again, for, uh, Davide, for uh, joining us tonight. Really, my pleasure, and um, thank you so much, guys, for the conversation. I've, I've really really enjoyed speaking and like i said once again thank you so much for for giving me the opportunity to have the the platform to to share you're most welcome thank you
hours. 